We are just hours away from the beginning of the Underwear Olympics, a.k.a. the 2020 NFL Scouting Combine from Indianapolis. Welcome into the program. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brack. Any of these hot takes, I'd love to hear your response, too. Uh, we've got um, a big show. Of course, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury spoke from Indianapolis yesterday. What they said, we've digested a little bit of it. My thoughts on that, as well as we're going to get into which direction this Arizona Cardinals, this 2020 offseason absolutely has to go for Cliff Kingsbury to be successful as the Cardinals head coach. But first, general manager Steve Kime or head coach Cliff Kingsbury hint which direction the team could go with its first round pick in 2020. That's your Locked On Cardinals lead story. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Arizona Cardinals brain trust of general manager Steve Kime and head coach Cliff Kingsbury held court yesterday at the 2020 NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. And the former quarterback and offensive-minded guru, Kingsbury, pretty candid in what he said. He's always intrigued by outside receiving weapons like Oklahoma wide receiver CeeDee Lamb, who is also the former teammate of quarterback Kyler Murray. Kai mentioned that Murray's been vying for the Cardinals to select CeeDee Lamb out of his alma mater with the eighth overall pick, not only in person, but also via text message. Kaim believes it's a deep and versatile wide receiver class as well and that the team, they could use a deep threat. Lamb confirmed during his own individual media availability that he'd already met with the Arizona Cardinals. One thing is clear that the general manager and the head coach are on the same page and what the team's task is this offseason, build around second-year signal caller Kyler Murray. Outside of Lamb, trending to go to the Cardinals at 8th overall in most mock drafts have been offensive tackles. It's a deep group. Jedrick Wills out of Alabama, Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa, Andrew Thomas out of Georgia, and Makai Becton out of Louisville form a strong crop of quarterback protectors. And just last week, the Arizona Cardinals re-upped with left tackle DJ Humphreys on a three-year, $45 million contract, solidifying the left side and the blind side of the Cardinals' offensive line. The only mention of the offensive line was from Steve Kime, where he believes that midseason acquisition Justin Murray can certainly hold down the right tackle spot. As for the side of the football where the Arizona Cardinals struggled mightily in 2019, the defensive side of the ball where the team ranked near the bottom of the league in team defense, couple prospects were mentioned. Kingsbury said of Isaiah Simmons, the versatile linebacker out of Clemson, and the interior defensive lineman Derek Brown out of Auburn, that he likes both of those players. Kime also had some pretty good things to say about Simmons as well. Kime also mentioned another option that the Cardinals are no strangers to, and that's moving back and acquiring more picks from their first-round pick. Kime said, quote, if there are opportunities to move back and acquire more picks, I think we'll do it, close quote. Could Kime take advantage of a quarterback-rich draft where four quarterbacks could potentially go in the first round? And they could potentially go before the Cardinals even select eighth overall, or the Cardinals could be in the driver's seat to do exactly what Kime said and trade their eighth overall pick for maybe another first-round pick, a future first-round pick, or later-round pick along with another first-round selection. Another big topic of conversation from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis between Kingsbury and Kime was whether or not the Arizona Cardinals could reach a deal with impending free agent running back Kenyon Drake, who came over midseason in 2019, to lead the Arizona Cardinals after a late-season surge in rushing. After coming over from the Fens, Drake had over 600 yards on the ground and eight scores. 
Drake at 26 enters the prime of his career, and both Kaim and Kingsbury are not ignorant to the fact that this could be the running back's lone opportunity at a big payday. K2 called Drake the perfect fit for the Cardinals' offense. Kaim as well spoke very highly of the impending free agent. If the Cardinals can't re-sign Drake, they'll have two running backs under contract on the roster. Of course, David Johnson, who's due $10.2 million in guaranteed money three days after the new league year begins next week. And Chase Edmonds, who they drafted in the fourth round out of Fordham, who flashed against the New York Giants last year before succumbing to a hamstring injury and really not seeing much playing time after the acquisition of Drake, even though he got healthier close to the end of last year. Kime is certainly not oblivious to the Arizona Cardinals' needs up and down their roster. Sure, they improved from three wins to five wins from 2018 to 2019, but the general manager is well aware that they can upgrade at basically every position outside of quarterback. Quote, I don't think there's any position that we can't grow or address in free agency or in the draft. Kime is going to be careful where he spends money in big dollars. Kime says the Cardinals want to be smart who they spend money on and then pulled out a statistic that said 40% of free agents signed over $5 million have really only worked out over the past couple seasons. After listening to Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury talk, it's pretty clear that it's tough to pin down which direction the Arizona Cardinals can go 8th overall in the 2020 draft if they even stick and pick and don't trade down for more assets. It's also pretty evident that once the workouts are in full swing from Indianapolis on Thursday, many of the prospects that you'll watch you can't rule out being future Arizona Cardinals. Coming up next, in order for the Arizona Cardinals to truly be successful under head coach Cliff Kingsbury, they have to improve in this department. I'll tell you what it is. I'm Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter, at Bob Brack. You're listening to Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. It's only February 26th, but the Cactus League is in full swing. It's already March, even though the calendar says February. And the best place to be in the month of March is the Phoenix area during Cactus League spring training. There's no doubt about it. There's 15 MLB teams, 10 stadiums that you have within a 50-mile radius. You're basically 20 minutes from any stadium. You could double down each day. You could go to a game in one part of the valley and go see a nightcap in the other. There's so much star power, from the Cubbies playing in Mesa with Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo to the Dodgers in Glendale with Clayton Kershaw, Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts to Mike Trout in Tempe to the hometown Arizona Diamondbacks calling Salt River Fields at Talking Stick their home with the new up-and-coming ball club. The Cactus League has it all. It's got great baseball, affordable seats, great food and beverages, including cold beers, in the perfect temperatures right now. And when you're not taking in a ball game, indulge in all the great restaurants that Phoenix has to offer. Breweries all over the place. My personal favorite, Four Peaks. Go have a kilt lifter and eat garlic cheese beer bread. Man, is it delicious. Also, it's family friendly. All the resorts around Phoenix, they've got big time swimming pools that your kids would love. Also, there's lots of other family-friendly options like the Science Museum and the Children's Museum. Book your Cactus League vacation today. It's not too late. It's actually the perfect time for it. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training. That's visit Arizona.com slash spring training. I thought Joe Burrow's response to his nine-inch hands, which are considered too small to be successful at the quarterback position, was perfect. Took to Twitter at Joe underscore Burrow 10. Quote, considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands, please keep me in your thoughts. 
Hilarious response, also saying all the right things during his immediate availability and whether or not he would play for the Cincinnati Bengals if he is indeed drafted number one overall by Cincy, despite former Arizona Cardinals quarterback Carson Palmer saying he probably shouldn't go to Cincinnati. We all know that Palmer and the Bengals organization, not exactly on great terms. He forced his way out of there, had a pit stop in Oakland, only to be acquired by Steve Keim and the Arizona Cardinals, and the rest is history. He turns out to be one of the better quarterbacks in the franchise's history, especially since coming over to Arizona. So I had a couple takeaways as I was watching Cliff Kingsbury and and Steve Keim speak yesterday, take the dais at the NFL Scouting Combine at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And it's Bo Brock. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, but one thing really stands out to me, and Kingsbury, during his availability, not only did he talk about Kenyon Drake and how he'd love to see Drake bring his skill set back to the offense, and he expects Kyler Murray to make a jump from his first year to his second year, uh, how he expects the wide receivers that were drafted in 2019, Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler, Keyshawn Johnson, to develop and make a jump, take strides next season as well. But he talked about a former quarterback of his that, he coached in college, and of course I'm talking about former NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes. And it's pretty crazy when you look at the lack of success, team success that Kingsbury and Mahomes had together while they were both in Lubbock at Texas Tech. In 2014, 15, and 16, these are where their records. In his freshman year, we went 4-8. and eight. In his sophomore season, they went 7-6. and six. In his final junior season, he went 5-7. and seven. Not very impressive. Despite you had the gunslinger Mahomes tossing for 5,000 yards in his junior campaign. He had, uh, what, 41 touchdowns, 36 the previous year, throwing for over 4,600 yards. Uh, just just an incredible weapon. Andy Reid, he dialed up all the right things that they needed necessary to succeed with Mahomes at the next level that Kingsbury couldn't really get at the amateur level, at the college level. And... He compared Kyler, he compared Mahomes and at the quarterback position, and Cliff called Mahomes and Kyler two of the best throwers he's ever seen. He says that their baseball background gives them the ability to kind of throw the ball from any angle, put enough uh, heat on it, and, uh, and it be accurate enough for receivers or playmakers to make a play. He expects a jump in production uh, as far as you know. Kyler goes from his rookie campaign to his, his sophomore campaign. And he said that, you know, Murray was great. He was maybe a little inconsistent, but he took care of the football for the most part. They're going to expand the playbook and a full season or off season to prepare and starting all 16 games his rookie year. That's just, uh, you know, that's that's just going to be one of those things that they can really build on. And here's the thing that really stands out to me is if Kyler Murray is, is cut from a similar cloth as Patrick Mahomes and we've seen that Kingsbury's had uh, a, a a signal caller of that caliber, where was the disconnect? How come he couldn't have success in the Big 12? And how can he have success and not make the same mistakes at the next level now that he's a head coach miraculously after being let go from Texas Tech, if they're not being successful as he he needed to be for that program to, to go in the right direction? And, and it's clear to me, he needs a defense. That the Cardinals need to go all in 
And, and they're going to go if they're going to push all their chips. And I've been saying this all this offseason in Kyler Murray. That's also pushing all your chips into Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime being the wheeler and dealer here, the one sitting at the table with the with the poker shades, the hoodie, and the and the the Beats headphones on. He's the one that's gambling and he's pushing all his chips in, and he's betting on these guys. He needs to he needs to rebuild this defense. It's not going to take an, an outside threat that they talked about, as I did in the first segment, the CD Lamb as their eighth overall pick. It's it's not going to take. It's not going to be being hasty with your and frugal with your free agent money. Even though you don't have as much to spend as you initially thought you were going to have, you're going to have upwards of fifty million. You had to. Put some of that money towards re-signing Larry Fitzgerald and re-signing DJ Humphreys, potentially bringing back Kenyon Drake. But the the funds that you have remaining, you got to put that towards an impact defender, at least one of them. As far as the Cardinals are concerned, on the defensive side of the football, they have Chandler Jones, who had 19 sacks in 2019. He's been an absolute monster since coming over for a second-round pick from New England. Patrick Peterson has played outside of last year. He's played a Pro Bowl caliber corner. He's been in the conversation for the best corner in the league ever since he stepped foot in the NFL. He can still play the position. I know he took his lumps last season, probably more so than he ever has before, but he's still under the age of 30. He still has paid handsomely. He still has the ability to be an impact cornerback, an impact maker for this Cardinals defense. Buda Baker made a Pro Bowl. Byron Murphy was a second-round pick. He flashed a little bit in his rookie campaign. You have two pieces in your secondary that in their first seasons as pros, and Jalen Thompson and Deontay Thompson saw a significant amount of snaps. Those guys need to develop. Jordan Hicks was the best acquisition on the free agent market, not only for the Cardinals, but maybe in the NFL offseason last year. He was a tackling machine. So the Cardinals, they're not... The, the cupboard is not completely barren. If they can complement the pieces that they have with big-time impact makers, I'm not talking about going to the free agent bargain heap and picking up the Robert Alfords, the Brooke Reed, of the, you know, the, the Jonathan Abrahams that we've seen show success, even though we thought they were done. We need impact makers. We need prime-time guys. And the name like Bud Dupree is exactly the type of player that could come in. We mentioned him yesterday, 11 and a half sacks. He could compliment Chandler Jones. And not only with the free, not only going out and get a big time blue chip free agent guy on defense, but then you utilize that eighth overall pick. If you get a guy on the interior defensive line that desperately needs an, a, a playmaker, Derek Brown, if he's there at eight, boy, you better take him. If Jeffrey Akuda slips, the consensus top defensive back in the draft, if he slips and he's available at eight, you're Steve Kime and you're, you're whoever's there on your behalf uh, for, at the NFL draft, you're sprinting to the podium. You're giving your, your card uh, t- to good old Raj so he can bro-hug the next impact defender for the Arizona Cardinals if it's Jeffrey Okuda. If Isaiah Simmons is there, the Clemson versatile linebacker, you go and you get him if Brown and Okuda are out of the conversation. That's how you immediately pivot this defense from bottom of the NFL barrel back to being a playmaking defense that can get forced more than seven interceptions and really be a difference maker in the NFC West. You got to do it because otherwise we've seen Cliff Kingsbury. Sure, he can dial up the right plays on offense, game in and game out. But if you can't stop a nosebleed, it's useless. It, we, we've seen it. 
it ends up in Cliff Kingsbury's demise. He'll have the exact same fate at Texas A&M in Arizona if you don't surround him with the defensive players that he needs. He couldn't recruit defensive players to Lubbock. It's not, it's not recruiting anymore. He doesn't have to go into a living room anymore and say, hey, come to windy Lubbock, Texas, West Texas, and, and come play for me. For this offensive mind, it's not that that's not the case anymore. It's like come, pl- you want to p- come play with Kyler Murray, Larry Fitzgerald, Patrick Peterson, Chandler Jones. Do it. We're going to pay you handsomely, and you're going to get to play in front of the Red Sea. I just think it's 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 a simple thing. You you can't. Cliff Kingsbury is going to take care of the offense. He is. He's shown he's shown consistently that you know each and every year his team was was an offensive force. He's produced guys like Mahomes. He had a hand in Baker Mayfield. You got to fix the defense. Cliff has got the offense figured out. I, I just think that it would, it's a deep wide receiver draft. CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, those are some luxuries. But if you really want to focus on helping out Kyler, helping out Cliff Kingsbury especially, you got to help Vance Joseph out on the defense side of the football and pump things out. The Arizona Cardinals in the NFL. They might be seeing a rule change back. It could be one and done for one rule. I'll tell you what it is as we wrap things up. Locked on Cardinals, part of your Locked on Podcast Network. I'm Bo Brock, your team every day. It was interesting to hear Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury, their thoughts as far as uh, the eighth pick and and what the team really, their their first real thoughts of what the team could do this offseason. Kime mentioned Justin Murray playing the tackle position. Maybe the team... Might not be looking at an offensive lineman, the solid crop that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, you know, if Wills and Werfs and uh, Thomas and Becton are out of the out of the question, then really, then I think you, you're you're zoning in, hopefully on a on a defensive players we just talked about. But you know, it is it's it's. It's Justin Murray certainly did have a strong finish to the season. The offensive line had a pretty strong finish to the season. Were they f- facing, you know, the Steel Curtain defense? Were they facing Murderer's Row as far as pass rushers that they had faced earlier in the season? No, not necessarily. I mean, Cleveland without uh, Miles Garrett and Seattle didn't have much. You know, Jadavian Clowney is is a, is going to be a big time free agent, but he only sacked the quarterback three times. Um, you didn't see it. You didn't see a, a lot of teams at, at the back end of your schedule that necessarily get after the quarterback. Um, and, and also, having that offensive balance, and, and which was a big topic of conversation between Kingsbury, Kime, and the media in Indianapolis was, you know, Kenyon Drake. It's really going to be fascinating to see how Drake's market, uh, how it develops this offseason. Is, is there going to be a team out there that's going to be armed with a ton of um, – of of spending money, and are they gonna are they gonna throw it at a player like Kenyon Drake who who hasn't shown consistently you know that he can tote the rock week in and week out. You know he he still is as strong as he finished under a thousand yards. He had over eight hundred yards and eight touchdowns for the Cardinals in what was a career year. He's twenty six years old. He's not a guy that's just been in the league you know one or two seasons. He's 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 had his he's had his opportunities and it hasn't been you know uh, places that. Have have been overwhelmingly successful, so we'll see uh, what his market develops into, and if it could be a DJ Humphrey situation where it could kind of def- benefit both sides. 
Um, but uh, it's going to be one of those things, one of those storylines that we're absolutely going to follow here on Locked On Cardinals the rest of the way out. Did anybody see where Bruce Arians was mentioning the quarterback position and how uh, Tom Brady could be an option? Uh, now that I've heard that the Buccaneers are in for a uniform change, that doesn't seem that absurd. The idea of Tom Brady going down to Tampa Bay and playing in those horrendous uniforms with the uh, with the the clock radio uniform numbers that that absolutely wasn't going to happen. But that's that is crazy. You know, it could just be one of those BA sound bites that. Uh, that we hear every once in a while where you, you just kind of like perk your ears up and you're like, oh, really? Okay. Okay. Uh, one thing uh, that that I thought was interesting was, and this was coming from the NFL scouting combine as well, uh, was that it's going to be one and done likely uh, for the pass interference rule. Um, according to the Washington Post, NFL teams are strongly against renewing the instant replay rule, making pass interference reviewable. Uh, the competition committee's off-season survey, 21 teams says they're not in favor of making the rule permanent. Eight teams said they are in favor of making it permanent. Uh, more on the competition committee survey of the 22 teams to answer the question on whether they'd be interested in extending the replay for interference rule uh, for one year. 17 said no. So looks like the Sean Payton rule could be one and done, and that was just one of those knee-jerk reactions to a play that just happened in the previous postseason, and the team couldn't come to terms with being on the losing end of a big game because a call didn't go their way. Alex Clancy's got a big podcast for you guys tomorrow, Thursday edition of Locked On Cardinals, until Friday. Enjoy the next couple days, and I can't wait to break down the first real full day of workouts Friday morning. I'm Bob Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brack. Thanks for listening to Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.